welcome back. It's been a while, you know, but life has got in the way. Mm. But not to stop us from coming back and recording a podcast for you all to enjoy in these COVID lockdown times. Welcome back to the Not Just Nighty podcast with myself, Nat McKenzie Smith, and my beautiful, beautiful friend. It's me, Connor Redpath. Thank you guys for listening in. And from one beautiful man to another, how did you enjoy Deadline Day? I was a bit, I don't know, I just felt a bit strange, really. <laughs> I always feel like oh dear. In, a, in, a, in, a, in a January transfer window, you're looking for some rumours, oh, this might happen, this might happen, some some bigger signings. There wasn't really any like two outrageous ones. Um, and then I'm looking through deadline day. Uh, I woke up this morning, and obviously all the notifications coming through, who's gone where, to some weird signings, you know. Mm-hmm. Some some weird, I'd call them unnecessary signings. Like, I mean, the Liverpool ones, you know, with Kabak and Davis, I can sort of go, you know, fair enough. Matip's out at the end of the season. You know, there's not a timestamp on Van Dijk or Gomez. Um, so really, you're struggling for numbers there. So I understand that. I think it'll be difficult. And I think, you know, we'll see a, a few, maybe a month or so, of Liverpool conceding a few goals here and there. Maybe maybe not losing games, but conceding. Um, but then, like, the Maitland-Niles one to West Brom, weird. The Joe Willock one, I understand that one because he needs game time, but I don't even think he'll get into the Newcastle squad. I don't mm-hmm. think he's that good. True. Um, Josh King to Everton, weird. Just I think that was just weird. Like, he's not even been performing in the Championship, if I'm honest. I mean, I've seen mm. him play against Rotherham and he wasn't, you know, all all that there. So, I don't know, just just weird, weird moves. Um, yeah, as for you, mate, how did, how did you enjoy the, the final day of the deadline? It was one of those where it sort of cropped up because there's been a, a new, there's been like a game every day yeah. for so many days now. Um I think it was the first time we've had a deadline day without like a Premier League match day for two years now or something. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when we were in first year of uni, I went to watch us my Newcastle at St James's Park and the radio with my dad on the way back. Like we Newcastle, we just seen Newcastle play, but on the radio all they were going on about was the fact that Mitrovic couldn't get himself a deal yeah. to leave. And yep. like Kennedy made his debut, we brought in Slimani. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> what a name! Retire the numbers, mate. Retire them numbers. Um, but yeah, so for this one to actually have a full day of it was a bit of a slow burner. I mean, because obviously COVID has made the whole yeah, like deals. you know, let's just travel over and do a medical in a few hours. It, like that's just not happening. Um, so even like looking at the European one, I mean, for things like Emre Chan's found his way to her to Berlin, but he had to do his really? medical. Yeah, he had to do his medical in uh, Turin uh, still because he's at Juventus. Oh, is he? Yeah. See, he's one of those players that's just gone. Yeah, I just completely just forgot like, he was still playing football. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was like, like you say, you get the Liverpool ones. I mean. This, the Kabak that they've brought in is young. Um, yeah. He's got time on his side, obviously, too. And we were chatting before, seeing some graphics to suggest that he's he fits the mould for what Klopp wants in a centre-back. Yeah. And he's not actually that far off the numbers that Van Dijk was producing in terms of duels, winning, and then distribution for long balls, too. So don't quote me on that one. I mean, I did look over it for about 30 seconds. <laughs> but, can't um, wait for someone to just be like, ha, yeah, you're actually, wrong. Connor. What a terrible podcast. Um, one out of five. <laughs> um, just getting slammed. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, like, like you say, you wake up this morning, you see all the notifications come through, like um, the Minamino one. Southampton on loan I did not see you know like Liverpool are a side struggling with injuries and I know that they're mainly in one position but I did not expect to see them letting go of players like I would consider him a first team player 
Yeah. I know yeah. that. I mean, he don't play a lot, but he, he's still youngish, isn't he? So, mm-hmm. he's still, again, it's one of those where I think it's fair enough. I think if he can, if he can get a few games there, uh, mm-hmm. which I think he might do, um, because you know Southampton again struggling for injuries, similar to Liverpool. So mm-hmm. I don't see why he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but like you mentioned, the Joe Willock one too. I mean. It, we were in there with the Maitland Niles deal as well. We were like there. I think there was a few names. Apparently Lingard even turned down Newcastle. Like I, I think I think that you don't want to come up north. No, it doesn't. No, I feel Newcastle were really scraping around to just say that oh we've we've done some business because yeah. in a yeah. way I mean we. The win at the weekend was fantastic, but at the same yeah, time, like, I don't feel as though paper's over the cracks, really. No, I think and that's just delayed the inevitable for me. Yeah, and I mean, the teams around us doing business, I mean, they say around us now, two above us is Palace and Wolves, below us is Burnley and Brighton, but then you've got West Brom, who are beating us to signings, and yeah. they're, they're actually in a proper relegation battle and yeah, they're, they're so, not staying up. Mm, I think they. I think they've. The teams below us have got a very good chance, but I feel at the same time, Palace managed to sign Mateta from yeah. Mainz in Germany too. Like he's another player with age on his side, and he's a physical goals. striker. He's got goals. Like if you're going to compare a league to the Premier League for physicality, and Everything that the Premier League has, I'd say the Bundesliga is probably the closest thing to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the second half goes because we're about to discuss how the first half oh, went. Oh, what, what an intro! Transition. <laughs> yes, that was cold. That was cold. End the podcast. That's it. Mm. That's as good as it's going to get. We've beat. That was unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> How, how many minutes were in? Only in about 10 minutes. Yeah. That was unbelievable. <laughs> you might as well click off now if you don't want to listen to the rest yeah. of it. That's it. It won't be as good as that. <laughs> Never going to reach the heights, mate. Never. <laughs> but as he says, mid-season, you know, games have come in thicker and faster on you like a car bonnet. Mm. But, you know, some, some teams... You know, we've got a couple of games in hand. Majority of have, have played 21 games. Um, so, you know, let's take a gander at, at what we've seen so far over the Premier League Premier League season. And as we say, it has been an interesting one, safe mm-hmm. to say. Because, um, you know, people are, teams are struggling, injuries, uh, tired legs, games coming up non-stop, um, not a lot of breaks. Um, well, the interesting thing for me is that, as a general overview, um, the teams that have got money on their side um, have got bigger squads, uh, quality in their squads, sorry, aren't specifically doing as well. Um, mm. You know, we expected Spurs to be up there. Uh, I mean, the loss of Kane would be massive, depending on how long he's out for. Chelsea as well, splashing the cash getting rid of Lampard as well, which for me is ridiculous. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, it was really... I mean, I sat and watched the uh, FA Cup game. I know it was looting. It's not to say that a win isn't a win in that instance, but I mean, I feel like this was just Abramovich thinking Lampard isn't going to bring us the trophies. He's had a, a year and a half to... Joe, I guess you could say he's had two years to mix with the youth because he used his time at Derby well to bring him like Tamori and Mount as well and sort of develop them when he was at Derby too. Um, But yeah, I was surprised to to see it just flash up. But yeah, 100%. I mean, Um, again, I think that's just the the cutthroat of of Abramovich. And, mm -hmm. And it's it's difficult to even, you know, think that 10, 15 years ago, managers weren't getting let go. There wasn't a, such a quick turnover. No. Um, and it's almost like, you know, as a, as, a, as a manager who's out of a job, you expect to be in a job within within the next couple of months because 
because of how quickly owners can change their mind or think, oh, he's become available, so we'll just find a reason to get rid of him. I think mm-hmm. it's diff- much more difficult to be a manager than it is, but I think it's easy to get back into the job. Um, you know, Tuchel at PSG, that was like, he he fell off there, but then he somehow managed to worm his way into getting a Chelsea job. He had yeah. two of the best, <laughs> the best players in the world and still didn't produce you know champions league he, he has a great he had a great squad of players mm-hmm. and i think the, it, his time at chelsea will be short um i think we'll see we'll probably see a, a, maybe a few games where he'll win but i expect to see him see him out of the job by by the end of the season or before uh, before the next season you think he won't even be around before the I, start of next year I don't, really I, I don't rate i don't rate him personally because wow to have in my in my head to have the two two best players the quality all you have to do is your game plan is get them the ball mm-hmm. um, like it, it's it's not that di- it's not that difficult for me as as a, as a manager you should know how to use those players to your advantage i mean it's easy to win the french league because they're the only powerhouses they've mm. got all the money and, and so on and so forth um a bit more open this year a bit more open, yeah. yeah. Certainly, again, we'll put I'll put that down to COVID as well, and um, tired legs, injuries, so on. So I don't know much about the French. League. I, th- I think that um, Leon, without playing European football this year, yeah, definitely that's an advantage for them. Yeah, very true. I mean, look, they've moved. Dembele has gone to uh, Atletico, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mr. Dembele. Yeah, Depay flying the ship, uh, flying the flag for the ship. Yeah. I thought he'd be off to Barcelona, personally. But anyway, yeah, give him a year. Back on, back <laughs> on the tracks. Um, but yeah, I put I put Tuchel. I say he's he's one of those managers that's lucky to have got the jobs that he has. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What, did he have any jobs before? I don't know if he had any like major jobs. I don't Dortmund yeah. before PSG oh, yeah. um, winning. I think he won the cup with Dortmund, and then before them it was Mainz, a bit like Klopp's. Yeah. Um, backstory. They're but, just following yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. Next. Next. <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. I think I just I don't personally rate him as a manager. Um, so I, I don't see him in the job for too long. Mm. Uh, but I just say the turnover managers, Pochettino, you know, fell off at Spurs and then walked into the PSG job. It's managerially, it's just so strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but. As we, we'll move, we'll move on from that. That's yeah, my, that's my. You know, <laughs> I think that was probably the big story since we've been away. Yeah, sure. very true. Yeah, um, no major transfers apart from Jaylings. Jaylings go West Ham and doing giveaways because it's a game day. Yeah, what a genius! <laughs> what a genius! Um, right, so we, well, I set us both a challenge for this podcast yeah. to choose our overachievers underachievers and the team we've enjoyed to watch at this midway point in the season now we yep. don't know each other's and yep. for our team of the century i think for the first half that proved <laughs> <laughs> proved interesting <laughs> basically just copied each other yeah i know yeah it was, might uh, as well just sent it us and gone you know what we'll take this one out and we'll change this one about yeah we decided to you know just do it have a little have a little go but this time we'll do the same so we'll start with overachievers for the I'll, start. I'll let and you I'll, go first. Oh, okay, okay. I'll we'll let throw you it my way. First. I've gone for the team from East London. I've gone for Jay Ling's new home. Yeah, I've gone. Ah! For Come I've on. gone for West Ham. So Come on. I think that at the beginning of the season we had discussed the fact that, you know, they got beat by Newcastle early on and then they lost again to West... Sorry, they lost to Arsenal um, in the league after that too. And there was signs that... Same old West Ham story, you know. They're normally down and out after six games and then they pull through. But they went on a mad run from New Year to through January 
and then lost the last game in January. And yeah. they find themselves going into the Liverpool game at the weekend. Fourth v fifth. And it just doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense. And this is, like you say, I think this is down to COVID. I think that teams take advantage now of... It's massive to have that break in the week. I mean, there will be yeah. rearranged games for the previous cancelled ones, etc. But I think that, especially now that they've got rid of Halaire, yeah, and the talk about them not having a recognised striker, and the only one they really had was Antonio, but his hamstrings are made of play-doh. Mm. Like, I, it just doesn't strike me as a team that should be fifth in the Premier League right now. Yeah. I think the one the player pulling them through is Suchek too. The yeah. Czech Suchek is so Suchek. good. He's basic. He's basically Marilyn Fellaini. Yeah, <laughs> he's basic. The Marilyn Fellaini reincarnated. Is he as a Czech as a Czech with with short hair? It's, they've just all they've done. They've gone Fellaini. Look, go over to China. Change your look a bit, come, come back, back. <laughs> and, then, and then you'll be fine. I think that yeah, Suchek is the goat, mate. He, um, they asked him as well, like he'd done so well going into this season that Moyes and the staff asked him, like, is there any other Czech players that we should be looking at? And he yeah. recommended Kufel to yeah. the wing back, and yeah. it just seems to be going well. I mean, you've got Noble who's dropped out the side, and I think quite rightly so because yeah. Holding midfielder, but age not on his side. He was always one of these players that's in the team because he's a local lad and he's passionate. But Declan Rice stepping up a bit more. And then I I just think that they've also used the fact that they've recruited a bit from the EFL too. Bowen took a bit of time to gel. I think Ben Rama's still going to take time as well because he's been thrown in to the craziest season that we've had ever probably and I, I just think that they've got it all going well I think that the next thing so, they'll need to do is look at a new keeper because you've got Fabianski who's getting older Darren Randolph I'm not sure how long he can still yeah. get a Premier League game but I won't be surprised if they still finished in the top six come the end of the season yeah true yeah I mean the Haller one was an interesting one to not bring anyone in as well um, you know, with, with the thing is, with with West Ham, it's I I've, I've just whilst you were talking, then I went back to our predictions at the start of the season. I put West Ham in 18th. I said West Ham <laughs> going down. I put West Ham at 18th. I said they're going down. After <laughs> because because I said you know you listen to the fans, they were sick of you know Sullivan Gold. You know, whoever's mm-hmm. running the club, Moyes didn't seem happy. Some of the players didn't seem happy. It was sort of almost like he had to f- search for players so he could trust them. Um, and it's just, it's. We, I, I think we we say we talk about Moyes in in the things that he failed in, but he had such an amazing career at Everton. Literally, probably built them up from from nothing and mm-hmm. pushed them towards towards that Europe. European, the European spots. I mean, it wasn't them, you know, consistently, but for a team like Everton, it, it was a massive achievement. Mm-hmm. But but again, we see in the quality of Moyes that he can sort of, he can dictate games. He's got players that he can trust. We talk about Suchek. Rice is a is a, the first name on the team sheet. He's always there. And he's got those players that he can trust. We have, you know, Balbuena and Diop are playing every game. And mm-hmm. now he's gone to Ogbonner and Dawson because he can trust them. And it seems to be he's trust he gets the trust out of the players and then you know they reward him with good performances. So I think it's it, I think it's fantastic because I do I did like David Moyes. I think his career is you know, United, Sociedad, those sort of ones were, did did sort of tarnish his, his So strange um, to think that yeah, happened. <laughs> exactly. Tar- they tarnished his, his reputation a bit mm-hmm. and I'm sort of glad that he's he's back on track. And again, with Lingard, you never know. He could be one of those where he, he finds some form. Um, I mean, we've seen it in, in in play before. When he's at his best, he's he's, he's quite a nifty player, and mm-hmm. you know he'll put up the running in and stuff like that. And he worked with I think has he worked with Moyes before? I've, it, I've read and it said that he played in 
pre-season tournaments for Moyes right. at Man U. Yeah. And then and then that's when he went on loan to Birmingham and stuff. Yeah, and then Lingard's yeah. breakthrough season was the, the one after that where uh, he scored yeah. in Great she scored goal. in the FA Cup final. Yeah. 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 Good goal that. But yeah, yeah it was... as I say, West you know, West Ham I've put I put them down as eighteenth and mm. they were the only team <laughs> for me. Because because I I did I do I am looking at, at my predictions now. Mm. And Good point you know, actually. That it, just looking back at it, it's just absolutely ridiculous that we could have that I could have even put them there having having watched them. I mean they've grinded out results in fairness to them. Um you know, one nils, nil nils, one nils, you know, tight they're all tight ish games. But, mm. You know they've still done. They've still they still put themselves in in contention, and it's and it's just strange. It's it's a strange old season, and West Ham for for me defies defies finds the word strange. Mm. I, I think I agree. Um, I had I had West Ham in nineteenth. Looking mm. at my <laughs> got a whole bunch of arrows where I decided no. In fact, I'll swap yeah. that at the last minute. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely I put West Ham down as 19th, and I think that yep. we did do the predictions after the first game week. Yeah. I remember, yeah, because I was sat here with Newcastle in 10th saying, Oh, we're fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> but Unbelievable. yeah, I, I feel that I almost I looked at the table really doing this, and I thought, like, the fact that they're in fifth after 21 games, I think yeah. that speaks a lot, but then you look into it. And you realise the games they've had, etc. Like they, yeah. I think it's they're worthy of it, really. But go on, you hit me with yours. My, what my? Yeah. Uh, thingy. Overachiever. That is my overachiever. Man. Oh, I didn't realise you yeah. picked the same one. The same. I was just like, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, I was guessing them up because. Oh yeah, yeah I, I was not, thinking I could, like I could, you could be so good I, talk yeah. here. <laughs> I couldn't think. I couldn't think of anyone else. I mean, Villa as well. Uh, mm, yeah, yeah, that's a good shot. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know where I've put them in my prediction. They've Villa still got two games so in hand spot. as well, you know. Yeah, they've still got the two games in hand. They win those, they push themselves into fifth. So, mm. you know, it it would. I think it would be different. It'd be better if they'd have all played the games at the same. They were all on the same amount of games played. Um, mm-hmm. And then it could be a true reflection, but Villa, yeah, I, I think they are a joy to watch as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just they, they aren't my team, but uh, they are a joy to watch in in you know the sort of players they have. McGinn, um, you know Watkins will run his, his legs off. Barkley's showing a bit of form, and not you can't leave Grealish out of the equation. So, yeah, yeah, Villa's Villa's the other one. Uh, the, they were the other option for me if they'd have played those games and they'd have won them both then I would have put them in there but I I look at these West Ham and Villa side and feel jealous because I think that with money and ambition like yeah I'd be so happy to be sat here talking about Newcastle in the same situation I mean the fact that Villa came up a year ago so this is a second season now second season. back and they're managing to get players in like Bertrand Traore mm-hmm. and they got Ollie Watkins yeah. like how many years ago he could have been snapped up really like yeah 100% I, I really think that with the injection and the takeover talk, talk still goes on yeah do you think do you think it is I mean, you've, we've spoke about the takeover personally together. Um, mm. So we've, we've spoke about how it's so, you know, it just like sort of saps you, the energy out of your soul. Yeah, it's not definitely did. That sort of stuff. But I think, you know, is it down, is it specifically down to that or is it a lack of ambition from the manager? Because I always look, I look at, I always, because of, because of you specifically, I always look at the Newcastle team and go, Kind of won't be happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> from, even from a neutral perspective, we're playing a four-five-one. You're asking to be broken down, mm-hmm. and for the most part, you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's for me as a, as someone watching it. 
um, as a neutral, I'd go Newcastle just don't want to be beat in this game. No. Um, and <laughs> as a fan, I hate that. I hate yeah. that. If Rotherham, if Rotherham ever set up in that sort of fashion where they go, you know what, we're going to sit back and, and not do anything. Soak it. Mm. We found a formation that suits us. That's a different subject for another day. <laughs> but we that's the sort of but it's like we're showing ambition. Mm. I think from from your perspective, is it is it purely down to the the lack of injection of cash or is it, you know, the manager not picking the right formation for the players? I think you know what, right? The te- the team's there and I think we have a I think we have decent depth in the squad. I think yeah, that the only agree with that. issue with the starting lineup now is when St. Maximan's fit again, he's going to take over where Jeff Hendricks seems to have adopted yeah. his place in mid- right midfield, <laughs> which is so strange to see. The speed demon. Yeah, the speed demon, <laughs> Jeff Hendricks, <laughs> the lumberjack. Like, what is he doing on a football pitch? But um, <laughs> I think that, you know, we've got Wilson, who's now back 10 goals in the league this season alone. Um, I think without that, his goals, you'd be you'd yeah, we'd be, be so be, gone. You for the I think that there's a lot there for potential with a team that could be pushing for the top half of the table. I think that Jamal Lewis seems to have found his groove a bit. Um, yeah, it's just I feel like maybe it's a lack of cash, but at the same time, we've got a manager who said that. Is, like his ambitions are totally different to the last manager we had, and yeah. I think that the fact that we had to bring in somebody else to the backroom staff. I mean, I chat with my dad yesterday, and he thinks that us bringing in this Graham Jones from Bournemouth is almost opening the door for or preparing for Eddie Howe. Yeah. Now I I hadn't thought of it like that at all, but then you Mate, sort of look at the fact that Callum Wilson's there, Ryan Fraser's there. And within two days of Jones being there, like we play this super high pressing style against Everton, yeah. force the ball off them, and then we win 2 0. It's like, it, that, that can't just be Bruce deciding, oh, yeah. yeah, things have worked well in training this week. Like he said in his post match, he was just like, oh, yeah, we've been trying to do that. It's just like bullshit, mate. Like, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not true. Like, the you players tr- don't just wake up and do that. Yeah. True liar. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I think that come the summer, I think that if there is nothing that's changed after the summer, I think next year will be the year we go again. Like, yeah, I think that we. I, I still think there's a chance it could we could go down this year. It like it's every possibility. Of course, but I think that if nothing changes in the summer in terms of management, we don't get some contracts tied up because there's a lot of players with a year left after this season. Yeah. Um, I keep players like Fede Fernandez. You know. Yeah. I think Just that a, you need, he's a you need that, decent player. Yeah. I mean, we tied up Kieran Clark, and I think that he's still got a couple of years left. And he does a good job in the system we play, but we still concede goals. Yeah. And I think the first win is six. Um, and honestly, it was against a team that I still thought we were going to lose on Saturday until yeah. we 100%. got the second goal in injury time. Like, um, yeah, it's good. well, like, yeah, interesting discussion, but. Tell me you're underachievers. <laughs> underachievers. Yeah. Um, th- th- this team for me is purely down to one injury and one injury only. Um, hmm. I've picked Wolverhampton. Oh, Christ. Have you picked the same? Yeah. We've gone for the same team. <laughs> I, just, I just... The thing is, I don't think there's anyone else. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you could, Chelsea yourself, contenders. you could put yourselves in there. Yeah, Chelsea as well. Mm. Um, but you know they're still there thereabouts you know our Arsenal as well um, Burnley possibly Sheffield United again I think Sheffield United is the only one that I could I could think of um, being similar mm-hmm. um, purely because of the season they had the last time oh yeah yeah 100%. I'm putting their season specifically down to fans because you saw after lockdown they have deteriorated so, mm-hmm. so so much worse. They were 
you know, close to the top, top four, top six, sorry. And they just fell off because I think the fans really, for them, make a huge difference. And that's who they play for, which mm. it's refreshing to see because, you know, most, most teams, most clubs won't. No, but a bit of plastic. Wolves for me is just, it's, it doesn't make sense in my head. Mm. Um, you know, it's not like, you know, I mean, one injury surely can't make this much of a difference. Um, you know, you, you surely have to have players there. I mean, they spent 30 million on Fabio Silva. Uh, yeah, this is going to be my discussion too. Yeah. yeah, they've just brought in William Jose. I mean, thirty million on on anyone. I don't care how old he is, he should be should be strolling in and, and at least picking up, you know, mm-hmm. five or six goals at, by this point in the season. Yeah, in the season. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've they've got William William Jose now from Sociedad. Sociedad, yeah. Uh, I mean, Traore just doesn't look the same player. And it, again, mm. I think it's purely just because down Jimenez isn't there. And it doesn't yeah. make sense that that player could have such a massive, he could leave mass, such a massive void that nobody's been able to fill. I mean, against a Palace side, that Palace are just there for me. Yeah. They all <laughs> I love the fact that Eze is playing well. I love mm. him. He's a great player. Um, but, you know, Wolves, just, they just seem to have, they've got nothing. There's no energy, you know, they they're playing like young players that that you know you shouldn't really expect to keep playing. Um, you know, like William Jose. I don't know too much about him. He's twenty nine years old. Um, he is. I don't know if he's he's scored a few goals for Sociedad over the years, but it's a different. Different, I think they were looking for the physicality, weren't they? You know, it's yeah. something that Jota doesn't um, offer. Jota is it the, the young lad we were talking about? Oh, uh, Fabio Silva. Silva. Oh God. No. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool. yeah, I know. I can see the. Oh curly no! Hair, you know, we're gonna get cancelled. <laughs> we're gonna get cancelled. Fabio, yeah, Fabio Silva. Like, I think. That was going to be one of my discussions too for this point because I think you say the price tag was on him and that was, he was definitely one of those signings where it was for the the potential that's there. But yeah, over the years it will come good. Yeah, like it's one of those, how much time do you get in the Premier League? Not a lot to adapt, but he's going to need it. And I think that if Nuno wasn't to be there, which is something strange that you could even mention, you know, the fact that he wouldn't yeah. be there. But I feel like if a new manager came in, this Silva would be one of the first ones out the door on loan. Yeah, because 100%. he's yeah. he, you can see the intents there, but he's not physical enough. I don't think for this yeah, league. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't put himself about enough. No, I mean, your eighteen make a difference. Show that you want mm-hmm. the game. Put yourself about. You know, just do just do something. I mean, we talk about the best the best players that ever have been, and at the young age. They were putting themselves about. They were making a nuisance of themselves, and I think we mm. miss that. We miss that now. I think those sort of players, the younger players, don't don't provide much of a, you know, the hunger for the game, the desire to be like, you know, what I'm going to make a difference here. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. The right place at the right time. Uh, you uh, sort of have to make your own luck in the Premier League. So mm. you know, putting yourself in that position, I don't think he's one of those people that that does that at the moment. Again, Nuno, I highly rate him as a manager, the system that he plays, but I think the injuries have killed him. Well, the specific injuries killed him. I mean, Johnny. Johnny's been out for so long, I forgot he even existed. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was just like the first name on the team sheet and constantly gave you, you know, seven minimum out of ten. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if the injuries come back. I don't know what... what do you know when when Jimenez is? I don't think Jimenez will be back till next year. Honestly, so, uh, how how quickly can you rush back from a fractured skull? Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those what I think as soon as you've broken your skull, you know, like you yeah. sort of thing. I imagine you, you check you dead. You know, check you know what I mean? And, and I mean Ryan Mason had to stop playing. Mm-hmm. That was what I I thought straight away when they brought in Jose yeah. and they. Like they said, Jimenez has begun like training again. Like, yeah, how really like the fact that his role demands so much of 
him to be, yeah, physical, heading balls, holding up, and even just like the impact of taking the shove in the back, like what that can yeah. do to your head, like your neck. Like, I do worry whether yeah, he'll return. Really careful about it. Mm. Yeah. And, but I, I, I feel bad for him, and I think that I think Nuno was so reliant, but he was also successful with this Wolves team before. He had Jimenez, yeah. so why? Yeah. What's different? Like, why can't they work I on think that? The, the depth was it wasn't there. Mm. Um, you know, you're having to play Samedo out on at the left at left wing back. I think he was a great addition. I think you know he'll still still might be the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, might might be a different player. I mean, he's playing most games, so you know the manager trusts him. Um, I think when. We talk about, I think, Saiz. I love Saiz as well. Um, yeah, it's a team full of decent once, players. Once, once the back three is set, like it, like it has been in previous years, I think that'll be a lot more comfortable for Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's see. Uh, I don't really rate Podence at all. You don't? Um, no. I think he's very... A fl- he's a flashy player with no end product and... He can be flashy as you want. I just don't think he's got that end product. Yeah, he's shooting. You know, he's not not great, is it? Um, no. But again, second half of the season, we're going into William Jose. Hopefully, uh, for Wolves, no injuries, and and he'll be able to to provide some goals. Mm, it's yeah, it's actually. odd, isn't it? I mean, like you jump into a season full flow. Yeah, and you do. Yeah, yes, you're expected to just. Well, continue I mean, where you left off. Luckily enough for him, he's, he's played a few games for Sociedad. Um, mm. So, you know, his match fitness, hopefully for him, will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for that one, I, I think the interesting thing I'd like to touch on just about Wolves one second is would you see Traore go at, uh, in the summer? Um, because I, I've been thinking about this more and more. I um, don't think so. Because I feel, you know, he was well, he was let go from what Barca said like adios, you know, Villa. He, he was he's still I feel he's twenty five, but I think that he's still got so much to improve and yeah. learn because he's got the yeah. pace. And Pulis, when he was at Middlesbrough, said that he would wake up in the night shouting Traore's name. Because that's all he did in a game to telling them what position to be in. You know, you can be powerful and you can boss past players, but if you find yourself near the corner flag, like with nothing else to do, yeah, like it work on it. And I think, like, you know, the season that they qualified for Europe and the season they were in Europe, it looked like Traore's, yeah, like these found his flow. But I mean, the guys in the Spain squad, though, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not like. It's so. It must be so frustrating for a manager to have a player like that good and just not be able to. I mean, again, is his fitness an issue? I don't know. Mm. Um, is it a case of him? You know, because he, he, he's played quite a few games. He still hasn't scored a goal in the Premier League, which for me is just bamboozling. Mm. He's got one goal in the in the cup. But (laughs) you've got to provide something. Surely in his head, he must be thinking, right, I've got to start doing something here or I'm I'm just going to fall off and be be no one. Do you think they've been found out or do you think it is down to underperforming and and injuries? I think it's it's purely underperforming and down to injuries. Uh, The the back freeze, I don't think, hasn't been the same. Um, Mm. it's, It's constantly chopping and changing. Uh, I think I think Neves has played quite a few hasn't played quite a few games. I'm mm. not sure if that's because of his again him having an injury, niggles, tired, tired legs, something like that. I feel but like Neves and Matinho were so mm. they were just there, like it was just them two, and now Dendonk has been pushed into that position. Mm. Um, Do I you think I it's if, if, if last like, season? Neves is last season. No, do you think? Do you think that? Last season for them was so long. Yeah. And then yeah. they didn't have the break too. Tired legs. They didn't really add too many players 
um, mm. over the summer. I mean, it's hard, hard enough for them to do that, but they didn't add too many players over the summer. Um, I mean, Wolves, if Wolves, you know, think about it, if they sold Neves, you can get 60, 60, 70 million for him. You think so? Quality. He's 20, he's, he's 22. He's not, wow. he's not old or anything, you know, he can still, he could still put out performance and Traore as well. Again, if someone wants to take a gamble on him, um, it, it's up to them, but Wolves will, will charge high ends for pure, the, the pure pace that, that he brings to the mm-hmm. squad. Um, mm-hmm. So if you sold those two players, you've got enough money to, like when, when, uh, Spurs sold Bale and then signed like Lamella. Yeah. <laughs> Lamella's the only last survivor. Yeah, um, and he's Bale's back. <laughs> yeah, and Bale's come back. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, for Wol- I think it was fair enough, Wolves, that we agreed on Wolves um, that being the underperformers. Uh, mm-hmm. But I will, but before we move on to our, our best to watch, I am going to touch on Sheffield United. Uh, Go on. Because hit me with the Yorkshire, the Yorkshire Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've shown a bit. Of, they've, they've won a couple of games recently. I mean, the Man U one was a big. Yeah, what a game! I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. Um, and then the Newcastle one as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, I don't think they could really lose that. You. Mm. I'd, have sacked, I'd have sacked Bruce after that. Yeah. I haven't mentioned that to you, but I'd have sacked him straight after that. It was, it was weird. I didn't watch it, to be fair, just due to work. Shambles, man. Yeah, getting home Absolute too late. But, shambles. Mm. My dad said he turned it off after a half, and then, yeah, it was like you don't go to the bottom of the league and set up to yeah. come away with points. <laughs> We're not going to lose. No way. I mean, like, team. <laughs> The pundits go on now still and they'll say like Sheffield or City said at the weekend too, but this is off the back of having them having won two games now. Like they're a good side, yeah. you know, they're a strong physical side. But if you don't have anything to show for it at this stage, so you know that like they've got yeah. a mountain to climb and yeah. I still think they'll go down. And I'll obviously yeah, let you keep on going. I don't think it's a question. I still, mm. I still think they'll go down. Um, yeah, I think I think the bottom three will stay as it is. Uh, purely, Hope so. what we should do after this, I think we should do uh, top four prediction. Um, top four, once okay. We've, once we've done everything, <laughs> because because you know, then we we might have something to disagree on. Because I have a mm. feeling we're going to agree agree on which team's the best to watch as well. Okay, go on. Um, but I think you know, eight points after twenty one games. Shocking, I've talked. I know a few Sheffield fans. One of them mentioned to me, as long as we get more points than Derby did, Derby did bothered, yeah. I'll, I'll happily go down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but again, you know, we have a look. Injuries haven't been kind to them. You know, Sanderberg being out, uh, O'Connell as well, Ender Stevens. Um, you know, they're three players that were pretty, pretty key last year. Um, but the, the thing that winds me up so much about about Sheffield United is their their strikers. I I don't know. Yes. They, they wind me up. Brewster, I hate him. I absolutely hate. Him. After that video of him, get you know when he got that yeah, haircut, uh, yeah, with the medal, the Champions League did nothing. Did absolutely mm. nothing. He winds me up because if his performance out on the pitch were as good as you know his swagger, his aura, whatever. I mean, he went to Swansea and and scored some goals, but he's not he's not even done it in the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, again, with a struggling side, you can be fair to him. Holly Burke as well, another one of those where it's just, you know, he's one of those players that's just like, what what's he doing is, there? What is he, doing? You know? he was at Leipzig. Can you I believe know. that? He was at Leipzig, <laughs> and then he went to West Brom. Mm. And I was like, yeah, he wasn't good Grace. then either. Yeah. So I just don't. And then he went to Alaves, Celtic. He just such a such a weird career. Mm-hmm. And he's not really proved it anywhere he's gone. Um, I mean, McGoldrick's been their blooming shining light, and he's thirty three. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's those sort of players. It's just like just I, absolutely crazy. I feel the recruitment right was like it's very 
you know, make the most of the EFL. Like, I feel like that's what the EFL is there for, as well as yeah. being entertaining. Like, yeah. that's where you, that's where you can make yourself. Some, some gems there, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, they, I think it goes, it's 50-50 whether your players shine or players flop, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel as though the recruitment from Wilder was almost being like, I'm getting ready to smash it again next year in the championship. Yeah. Like yeah, Jaden Bogle. Yeah. Ampadu. I mean Ampadu, I don't know. I don't know if the loan will if I mm. loan him again. I mean Brewster he, he showed it in the championship. So again, preparing for that. Uh but I mean Sanderberg was an interesting one for me. Mm-hmm. Like when they signed him, I thought, you know, he's a not a, not a bad player. He's playing. So British. It's no Brexit means Brexit, and he's signing yeah. for the foreigners. Uh, I just like what, but mm. I think he's a good player, and he's only twenty-two. He's like he's again like a bumming Fellaini, mate. He could mm. be the next Fellaini. Um, but McBurney as well, he did well in the championship. Um, I didn't think I honestly, I don't think they expected to be where they were last year. No, uh, I think. I spoke about this before, the fact that, you know, teams don't watch them. They're not analysed constantly when they're in the championship. So, you know, we've seen like Leeds, for example, uh, Wolves, when they came up, it was different and people were like, well, we don't know how to play against this. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a bit strange. And I think that was similar to, to Sheffield last year. Uh, I love Wilder. I think he's a fantastic manager. Um, and I think he knows the capabilities of his squad. And he knows that the second season was always going to be harder, yeah. um, purely because of the money, the the money they they get, um, the investment they make. It's not going to be fantastic. I forgot to mention another player, Musa for crying out loud. Yeah, at least Musa. And another one there. They've got three strikers there that are just like. Mm. But anyway, I, I like <laughs> Wilder. I think the foot the the. The tactic, the formation, I, I love. I think it's. I think it can work a treat um, if it works correctly. Um, I think O'Connell's been out all season. Without him, I think they've looked different. Again, mm-hmm. put it down to one injury, but you should be able to to cope with that because injuries are a natural part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Again, with the with when you look at the the squad, you don't go. You know, these are going to be some amazing team that's going to knock everyone out of the park. It's going to be a difficult season for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think fair enough, fair enough to Sheffield United. Last year was great, um, but I expect him to go down. And I, I will think that I think they might they'll probably come up the season after if they yeah. manage to keep all the players. Um, which, which I, I don't see anyone going, you know what, we'll take him, we'll take him, we'll take him. Yeah, I was. my next like question one. was going to be um, a case of, especially the ones that came with the team. Yeah. There's a lot of, well, there are some players in that side that were there for League One. Yeah. You know, I don't feel like they have to worry about players like McGoldrick, Sharp. Yeah. Brewster, I feel like that could be one of the ones that decides, like, now nah, I'm not up for the championship, but then who would well, take I him think, in the Premier League? I think if, if if he did well at Swansea, he could definitely do well at Sheffield United. I mm-hmm. mean, he got like, I think it was 11 goals in 22 games or something. Mm. Um, I think he did well there. Um, but again, he's still young. I think he still has to have that time where, you know, maybe that season where he just goes, you know what? I'll, I could, I'll do something here, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll get a few goals and it'll boost my confidence. And then going into the next season, if they were to be were to be promoted, or you know, if they weren't to be promoted, and then someone buys him from the Premier League, I think, you know, there might be it, there might be a buyback buyback in Liverpool's in the Liverpool stuff. I don't know, um, but I I can see them going down, but I'd like to see them stay up. Just purely because of the drama, it'd be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? I've got West Brom tonight. You know, Mm. three points there. Yeah, it's game on. Would they go above West Brom? Oh no, they they go one point behind them. One point behind them. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. How dramatic would that be? Very. That would. That would. What an absolute. That'd be the best comeback ever. Since the West Brom won in two thousand five, that would be. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kieran Richardson. Yeah. What a hero. <laughs> Jeff Horsfield. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, best to watch. I think we've, we've probably agreed on this again. Uh, but I've gone for Leeds. Oh, okay. I did not. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, finally, we're not just copying each other. Um, yeah, I had to go for Leeds because of the, you know, every game's different. They, mm-hmm. they they still play the same way, and I, I sort of I sort of love and hate it at the same time. It's a bit like Marmite, the fact that he never changes his tactic for for whoever he plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows he knows like he've come up against some teams that are just going to absolutely run him off the park. I mean, the Man U game was just a joke. Mm-hmm. They got praised for losing six two. I'm sorry, no one gets praised. No, for losing I know any of the team. In, but, it's an agenda. Yeah, exactly. But. <laughs> but I mean, they've come into the Premier League, a new lease of life in a season that's so strange. He's not even changed the tactic. Mm. He's gone like, you know, we're going to get injuries. We're going to get this. You know, there'll be tired legs, but we're still going to play the same way. Um, and I mean, it's it's so it's so refreshing to just see someone be like, you know what? We're not going to come back, sit 5-4-1. Let's not get beat. We're going to mm. play the same formation we played in the championship, the same way we played in the championship. Constantly get after the ball, scoring goals. You know, we're going to concede goals. That's fair enough, but we'll score them. And it's just so, it's so, it's just, it is just refreshing. It's like when you stick a Leeds game on, you know what's going to happen. Um, there'll be goals. There'll be goals, and it and yeah. and that's the it's, it's it's entertainment for me. I've had this argument with people before that football, for the most part, is entertainment. Um, and you know, it that may be the reason why some teams aren't as popular as others because they are just boring. Mm. Um, but but for me, it's entertainment, and that it define it defines entertainment for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, true. I feel like from Leeds in twelve up. They are the teams that make the Premier League a decent league this year. I, yeah, and I know that the further down the table, like you find yourself there because you haven't performed consistently. But the Leeds are, have a game in hand, and a win really takes them to like in contention, I guess, for that fifth place spot. It's odd. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. It, it's so open. Still, I think right down from 12th, I think that they'll because I mean, if you think about just in terms of teams that win the cups, then sixth and seventh place open up for, to enter into like uh, the Europa League, for example. Yeah. I think there's still so much to play for, and I think you know, like they can't they concede so many, but at the yeah. same time, like they they score, <laughs> and like you never think like. Oh, they're happy with what they've got now. Like, yeah, that they'll just leave it at that. I would have thought going into this second half of the season, you know, it was it's been documented that Leeds sort of fall off, or Bielsa's teams of, mm-hmm. of, of the past years have fell off because of you know tired legs, injuries, a lot of hamstring injuries, a lot of muscular injuries, just because of tiredness. I mean, we haven't seen that as of yet. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see five, ten games. In ten game five. Yeah, because they didn't really do any. They didn't do anything in the window, did they? No, they didn't sign any other players. Mm. It was sort of just like, yeah, we'll we'll carry on the way we are, and, and we'll see what happens. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if the tiredness does kick in, um, mm-hmm. and and whether whether it does it does play an impact. But I'm now I'm interested to hear what you're interested. You know what I mentioned. Before we started, when this team's fully fit, and I think that especially the way they started the season for me, like I look at Everton and I think that the squad that they've yeah. got is is great. I mean, with two games in hand too, they're still within like punching distance of the Champions League. Yeah. And I think that without Alan to dictate the midfield with Decore. I think yeah. that they are a bit more exposed and they're a bit more, they lack the punch going forward. Yeah. But 
when true. you've got the balls going to Calvert-Lewin, you've got Hammers, Rodriguez. Like, I still can't believe he's an Everton player. Yeah, um, it doesn't really make sense, does it? No. Uh, I just think that one thing that lets him down, and I said this at the start of the season two, is Pickford. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like this is a section where we're going to talk about the teams we enjoy or the teams we enjoy watching. But yeah, for them to take the next step, I think that they need a different need keeper. A- you need a, a keeper that's sort of experienced, and, mm-hmm. and, but still playing at that good quality. I'd say, and, you know, a thirty-year-old that, that's that's had good years uh, at at another club. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've, we've spoke about Pickford before. If he gets in the England team, it's an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want him near it. If if that does happen, then I'm going to support. I don't know who's the worst team in the Euros. I'll support them. <laughs> But I do, I do agree with you. Everton are—they were in that first, that first part of the season were absolutely amazing to watch. You know the flying fullbacks, and I love Dini's crossing ability. I think it's second mm-hmm. to none. Um, I think they are getting found out a bit more often than not. Um, yeah, but but the you, you mentioned the Al, the Alan one. It won't be sort of coming, and they've changed the formation, so Rodriguez mm-hmm. is in behind. I think he really enjoyed the fact he could come in off that right side. Always know Dini was making a run. Always know Richardson was making a run. Calvert Lewin into feet, play it off him. Um, I think once Alan's back, I don't know when it is, but once he is, um, I think it'll be very very good to see. I think they are back in into training now, mm-hmm. Alan and. This Jabaman still hasn't played either. No, he hasn't. From Mines, mm-hmm. that injury was. <laughs> I don't know how long. I don't know what's happened to his leg, but it must be dangling off. And I yeah. don't <laughs> but, but yeah, well, I think either of those, they could, they could, they could do that job if Jabaman comes back earlier or Alan comes back. I mean, Delph as well. Uh, they could both do that role. Yeah, I mean, Andre Gomez hasn't been playing either, which. Is weird. I mean, Sigurdsson. <laughs> I saw someone. There was a tweet that someone liked, an Everton fan I know, uh, and it was like uh, Everton trying to move forward, and then it was just Sigurdsson smiling in the background. Just like, <laughs> it was just like, I can't do it because Sigurdsson will always mm. be there. Yeah. But but yeah, I hope, <laughs> hopefully those players come back sooner mm. rather than later, um, and and Everton can can push on because I do. I do like the fact that they they've sort of gone. I mean, they're getting a new stadium, aren't they? At some point. Yeah, they're planning, aren't they, for the docks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I, I I'd like. They've got a world class manager, a couple of world class players, um, and I think I don't know. Everton could push themselves into that top six bracket. I mean, mm-hmm. Arsenal. I'm sorry, fell off, gone. Yeah, never to be found again. Um, but again, Arsenal in a few years will be good because they've got every player. They've got under 20, under 23. Mm. Every good player, they've got under 23. So, but yeah, I, I I do like I do like that Everton are a good side. And once they get fully fit, maybe a strong summer window. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see what they can truly do. Uh, but I hope Alan comes back, and then we can see him at full fitness. Mm. Yeah, that was our. Mid-season review, but before we before we go, you know the craziest season. You've talked about twelve upwards challenging for that top four. Who is going to be in that top four? <sighs> I mean, I put you on the spot here because you know I hope it. I hope there's one other team in there that's just different. You know, yeah. um, oh my word! Imagine if some either West Ham. Villa or Everton squeeze it. Yeah. Crazy. How mad would it be if the Villa just stole stole the last spot? Yeah. I, I think, think it might come down to the last day, like last yeah, year. Yeah, I do too. I think but it will. I think, and I hope it does, but I hope there's more than one space available for it when it comes to it because yeah. I think that, uh, oh man, I don't know. It, it This is the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so open. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we're over halfway now and there's nine points between first and fifth, that's some yeah. that's some going, I'd say. Um, I think City will be there. 
Yeah, for sure. I think City have won. I it. think that they've right. they've quite the, the interest hasn't been on them yeah. this season because um, because of I think it's because of Liverpool's struggles. Mm, um, yeah, I think it'd have been down to anything else. And I think Man United have taken the spotlight off them too. Yeah. Um, so I think City will be there. I do think Liverpool will too. Yeah. Um, I think that it's gonna be Leicester will finish in the top four. Yeah, and I think, so. I think that I still think Man United will finish in the top four. Yeah, I was going to say I'm quite confident that it'll stay the way mm. it is. Um, I'm not sure as for Leicester though. Mm. Um, I think that without as, Vardy, as and we don't know if his injuries will kick in. I mean, Pereira and Sancho did come off the bench mm. against Leeds, which I think for them is massive. Um, those mm. two back could could really make a difference. I'm worried that James Justin might come out of the squad, um, mm. so Castagna goes over to that left side because I like him as well. But they've got because of those injuries, they have got you know selection problems, which is great for a manager because he's like you know I've got options here. I'm this is where Rogers play. doesn't get it right though. Yeah, in the Premier the League, issue. it's the second half I've of the season. Liverpool yeah. this season it collapsed. You had yeah. last year too when they dropped yeah. out of the top four. Um, I think it's, it's great, quite, you know, comfortably, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I was chatting with a Leicester fan that we both know very well, mm. um, yeah. and he said it's interesting that they're still not talked about as a team pushing for the top of the league. And I yeah. think up to this weekend, that was a good point. Yeah. But but you see the difference again. It's, it's, it's almost so weird that it's like a recurring theme that one injury can make such a massive difference. Mm-hmm. As we've seen, you know, I mean, I like Ayozi Perez, but I don't think he's a number nine. I don't think no. he's <laughs> about doing what he's not. does. I think it would have been interesting if Leicester had assigned someone mm. um, on the last day uh, just, just to sort of you know, a bit of a pacier player and Vardy's getting on a bit. So, again, you don't want to rush it. I think the summer window's quite the one where you get the bigger signings so the players can settle in and, and don't have to kick on straight away. Uh, I think Ian Acho, for me, has had his time. Um, mm-hmm. I do too. Past, I think he needs to go to, like, France or something and start, <laughs> start bagging goals in, in the French league. Because um, I think he'll, he'll, he scores goals, but he's just not, he's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, I, re- I fell in love with Leicester's season. You know, over that season, mm-hmm. we've got Madison Barnes. They, they, they have got quality players. Yeah, I think they um, do. But I'd like to see a bigger investment in terms of, you know, Old Brighton for me shouldn't be. Shouldn't be no, playing. I think that he's, he's got some qualities that Rogers wants in terms of he's a yeah. fantastic crosser. With the ball, um, but uh, nah, I think I, that's it. He's lost his legs. I yeah. think he could do. He could. He could have a few years in the championship, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the fact that Leicester are now getting a bit of strength in depth. I mean, under mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you got really great though, you know. To Leverkusen, yeah. yeah. Of all I like, teams, I, I like that move though. That's <laughs> yeah, terrible. I know. It's what that. That's moves. like a FIFA career move. That yeah, you, that's, that's, that's come to real life. Like, yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. Um, <laughs> but now I think Leicester. I, I think I I agree with this, the Leicester fan that we know. I I personally now put them in the big six. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Arsenal are out. Uh, you know Chelsea and Tottenham. Who knows? I think that you know those those. I think the way the top four is right now is the top four for me, the top four teams in the league. Mm. Um, I think fifth, the the five, the fifth and the sixth team totally up for grabs. Memory, I think Mourinho's absolutely finished, mate. You think so? He's finished, Ooh, yeah. I think he's still got a chance. I mean, he had, he, he, I just don't understand how he can lose to Brighton. Mm. I don't care. I don't care who, I don't care. I don't care who's out injured. You are not losing to Brighton. I'm sorry. Yeah, this. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't get why, why he would play that formation against Brighton. I don't understand why he did it, but he did it and got it wrong. Um, and I think it's sort of that sort of, you know, Mourinho's like he gets angry, doesn't he, with players? You know, the Kane injury will be massive. I think it'll make such a huge. Have, have such a huge yeah, impact. Will, for the rest I think of the that season. will knock them down. Yeah, depending on how long it is. Um, and if he can't get the best out of Bale uh, specifically, because he could play up front, I think he could play up front quite easily. You know, adjust his role maybe mm-hmm. a bit similar to what Ronaldo's done. Because um, they are similar players, just different foot and played on the wing. I think he could do that, but. I don't think Mourinho is that sort of player that's going to confidently ease ease players into other positions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you, Matt. I think that top four is going to stay the same for the rest of the season. Um, you never know. You know, Everton and Villa do have the two games in hand on everyone, mm-hmm. or the majority of teams, sorry. So we could see a push from them. But yeah, I think City's, City's league to season. lose. Continue. Yes, go on. City get ten injuries and then get relegated. I've seen it happen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. there we go. There you go. I think that was been good. Yeah. Ticked. Yeah. That's a uh, first for the pod. I think. I think what we'll do is, when it gets to the end of the season, what we should do is go back, see you, and we'll do like a point system based mm. on our predictions. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> mate, I, I, mate, I cannot even believe what I've put here, right? Do you know, because we did player of the season and, and young player of the season. Mm-hmm. I put my player of the season as Havertz. Oh, no. What is, with, what, is wrong, <laughs> what is wrong with me? That makes me feel a bit ill. I think I've cursed you. <laughs> oh, I, put my young play, I put my young player of the season as Foden, which may still happen. Um, but my player of the season, I put it as Havertz. <laughs> I cursed the kid. I'm sorry, Kai. I didn't mean to. No, you put all that pressure on him, to be fair. Yeah, I did. I did. He probably (laughs) was like, oh, no. (laughs) Right. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to go back. I think it would be good to bring these things up, too, as the the season progresses. (laughs) Yeah. What we should do is do, like, a listen-through of Mm -hmm. this one. Yeah, we'll, we'll do like we'll do like, two, like a part one and a part two. So we listen mm. through our predictions, and then we listen to our um, mid-season one, and we'll be like shaking our heads. <laughs> you young fools! I know. Oh, it'll be Have good. Have you though. nothing? <laughs> right. Well, that was. I thought that was fantastic, and thank yeah. you for people really for listening me. as well. Yes, thank and, you for um, making it this way through. To be fair. I always think, do people make it this long through? I know, I'm yeah, sure I do. do. <laughs> but, but, oh well. Yeah, thanks, sir. Yeah. If, yeah, if it's you, and you know who you yeah, are. If you're that it, person, you if you're that person, let us Congrats. know on Twitter at notjust901. Yeah. And Ooh. we'll give you a free t-shirt. Once we get our, spon- <laughs> once we get our sponsor with Classic Football shirts, we'll give yeah. you a free Yeah, we'll, we'll give you a free one away. Yeah, okay. 100%. Well... Signing out for this week. Ciao for now, everybody. Enjoy the football that's coming every day of the week. Ciao.